Good afternoon. Welcome to SWAT Radio. I'm Brad Sykes, sitting alongside Doug McCary on this Wednesday afternoon. And uh, we are coming to you live from the Salem Center. We would love to hear from you today. We're really just going to be chatting it up a little bit. Nothing nothing overly deep. we got a lot to discuss today, but uh, we always welcome your calls, 844-777-7928. That's 844-777-SWAT. You can also email us at ask at swatradio.com. Dot com. We've got a big night tonight, Doug. we got an all-call SWAT meeting, right? Yes. If you are a SWAT guy and you did not register for tonight, you can still come. <laughs> All right. Uh, I had uh, some people show up at SWAT today. And oh, come on. They now. did. And if you read your emails, <laughs> you'll see we don't meet. There's no SWAT meetings in the daytime this week. We're meeting tonight at the Salem Center at 630 and um i had lunch with a swat brother today and we he 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 commented that he had failed to sign up and i said it was in your email you know just click on the email and uh well you know part of the problem which he did you know it's so funny today in our culture today by the by the way we just we need to acknowledge up front brad and i were talking about this a while ago the tragedy in texas and uvalde it's awful uh, our, you know, we grieve and weep with those parents, um, those the the grandparents, the aunts, the uncles, uh, that husband of the teacher, the one teacher I know that was married and had a child. It's heartbreaking. Anytime something like that happens, and it's happened way too much in our country, and. And our hearts grieve with them. And, and really, as, as people of faith and people of hope, um, you know, we, we come around them in just an effort to show empathy and care for them. Uh, we, we, we don't have answers. There are, there are no answers uh, that, that anybody wants to hear right now, except they just need to be comforted. So for all the politicians and all the talking heads on the radio and people even doing radio like we are, uh, there's really no answer for the grief that these people are feeling right now. They just need the comfort of the Holy Spirit. God is the only one that can comfort a soul. Um, and, um, And they will find no comfort anywhere but him. And so our prayers are for them, and we would just ask that you join with us as we just pray for the families, pray for the leaders to minister to them, the counselors that will be mobilized out there. As a nation, we can pray for Uvalde. I I think it has surfaced, again, um, a real um, picture of our country without God and and this is this is where we go uh we go to pain and, and if you look throughout the bible you see and and at this time oh for us we we need to be people that will be uh present with these people there and even though you may be geographically thousands of miles away you can pray for them when you see on the news a family member's name pray for that family yeah 
you know they <clears throat> they put those kids on there and brad i'll tell you I just wanted to go by. I, I, I did. I wanted to go by and grab my grandsons and just hug them because my heart <clears> grieved <throat> for each one of those <clears throat> families that lost a eight or a nine year old or a ten year old. I don't get on social media a lot. I, uh, about once a day, I'll just get on there. And anyway, I got a text from my wife just a few minutes ago. Said, "Hey, can you go on and just look at what I wrote?" And um, of course, she posted a picture. It's a collage, basically, of, of the, all those kids. of the kids and the teachers uh, that were killed. But I want to just quickly make comment here because I think it's, I guess, you know, when these things happen, while you and I know the answer isn't in Washington D.C., the answer isn't in Austin, Texas, at the Capitol. It's not in Tallahassee. Mm-hmm. It's it's an issue of the heart. However, when these situations and events take place, we long for leadership. We do. We you know. And I was thinking about. I, I literally uh, we were out showing some property last night out at the beach, and uh, when we wrapped up, I said, "Hey, let's just go grab dinner." We went and grabbed dinner. You know, didn't have the radio on, wasn't completely unaware of what was going on. Uh, didn't turn the radio on on our way back home, got home, and uh, all of a sudden I saw this text of what had happened. Mm-hmm. And uh, I know you were downtown, mm-hmm. weren't you, last night? Yes. Anyway, I, I just immediately, of course, what, what do we do in those situations? <laughs> uh, well, obviously, we should be prayer prayerful, but I turned on the news to catch kind of what our commander-in-chief had to say mm-hmm. and i quite frankly i got sick to my stomach mm. that it becomes more about policy than it does about the, the just the devastation that has taken place anyway my wife posted this and she took it from a do you, of course you and i remember this day very well when the Challenger exploded. Mm-hmm. Do you remember that? Yes, I do. Believe it or not, that was the week I got married. Mm-hmm. Um, that happened, I think, on a third Wednesday or something like that. I got married that Saturday. This is what Reagan had to say. And what she did, she took that speech and then inputted with what happened yesterday. Mm-hmm. So bear with me as I read it. It's not too long. We come together today to mourn the loss of 21 Americans, to share the grief we all feel, and perhaps in that sharing to find the strength to bear our sorrow and the courage to look for the seeds of hope. This loss is first a profound personal loss to the family and the friends and loved ones of those we lost at Robb Elementary. Mm. To those they have left behind, The mothers, the fathers, brothers, sisters, husbands, children, and grandparents, all of America stands beside you in your time of sorrow. Mm. What we say today is only an inadequate expression of what we carry in our hearts. Mm. World, words pale in the shadow of grief. They seem insufficient to measure the vacancy left by the loss of those you loved. The best we can do today is to remember them as they lived, bringing life and love and joy to those who knew them. Mm-hmm. To those we lost, 
for those who knew you well and loved you. The pain will be deep and enduring. The nation, too, will long feel the loss of her 21 sons and daughters. Mm-hmm. We can find consolation only in faith, for we know in our hearts that you who shined so brightly now make your home beyond the stars, mm-hmm. safe in God's promise of eternal life. Mm-hmm. May God bless you all and give you comfort in this difficult time. Now, that's a reworking of a speech by President Ronald Reagan after the Challenger disaster back in 1986. Well, I mean, it it has certainly impacted us. If if you want to call in today, you can. The number is 844-777-7928. It's interesting that um, even, you know, (laughs) Matthew McConaughey, who, um, you know, He's from Uvalde. Did you know yeah, that? Yeah, he's yeah, I knew that. And uh I he said something that I thought was interesting. Um as Americans, Texans, mothers and fathers, it's time we reevaluate and renegotiate our wants from our needs. We have to rearrange our values and find a common ground above this devastating American reality that has become our children's issue. And um, he goes, this is an epidemic we can control. Whichever side of the aisle we may stand on, we all know we can do better. We must do better. Action has to be taken so that no parent has to experience what they did out there. And, you know, the questions we need to be asking, because everybody always looked for the what I call the magic bullet, and, and that's that, that's not – intended that's just what it's called it's a magic bullet theory mm-hmm. that if we just take away the guns the problem will go away if we get kids off video games the problem will go away <laughs> that those are not the issues wouldn't wouldn't that be nice if it were that easy well yeah i mean like it, it, it's not, there's it's a complex issue um you know one one guy said the problem isn't guns or video games it's hearts without god that's right it's it's a heart without god it's homes that have no discipline in them whatsoever Mm -hmm. this young man apparently his mother was a drug addict and was being kicked out of the house by the grandmother so we don't know it hasn't fully come out yet if that triggered his incident i mean but this young man this young man shot his grandmother in the face i mean that is that first of all that's just pure evil and to shoot children is pure evil and uh, from what the reports say, he had on a vest, a, like a bulletproof vest. You don't use that unless you know you're going to be in mm-hmm. a violent encounter. He had multiple magazines. You don't get multiple magazines unless you're you know, expecting some kind of violent encounter. And so he was bent on evil. But the problem of solving it is much more complex than any politician I've heard say anything. Uh, Matthew McConaughey probably had the most coherent response along with what Vicky put there yeah. from Reagan. And, you know, God is showing the people what evil is, yeah. but he allows it, yeah. uh, you, you know, and, and you can say what you want about it, but evil continues to flourish in our land 
and we need to repent as a nation. We need to, the church needs to be the voice that says, turn to God. Yeah, yeah. Amen. Glad you joined us again. Call us 844-777-7928. We would love to hear from you. We'll be right back. This program has the potential to reach millions of men each week. If you'd like to learn how you can support this unique program that is helping men understand the truth about Jesus through God's Word and how to impact their lives and the lives of others, then go to www.swatradio.com. Then click on the donate link to help SWAT Radio pass on the truth for the next generation. We're so grateful for having people like Tom Neal Truck Company sponsoring SWAT Radio. Tom Neal Truck Company is located at 417 Edgewood Avenue South in Jacksonville, Florida. Tom Neal is a full-service franchise truck dealer for Freightliner, Western Star, Volvo, Isuzu, and Sprinter vans offering new and used truck sales, service, parts, and truck rental, and leasing to the North Florida and South Georgia truck market. More information on Tom Neal Truck Company is located at www.tomneal.com. That's www.tomnehl.com. Welcome back to SWAT Radio. Brad Sykes, Doug McCary, coming to you live from the Salem Center. We're uh, we'd glad to gladly take your calls today. Eight four four seven 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 nine two eight. And I wanted to just read one. We do have a call, and I want to take that, but I wanted to read this real quickly. And I, I think that you know, Doug, you and I started uh, Monday, kind of going through some questions as we looked back over uh, our semester at SWAT. And if you're wondering what that means, semester at SWAT, yeah. <laughs> uh, send us an email. We'll, we'll we'll clear that up. But basically, I guess what did we start in August or September? Yeah, we um, we what we start we start in September again, mm-hmm. and we go through December for the year, and we're in Acts. Yeah. And so we'd well, love was, for you to join us. I was so uh, challenged. In fact, I, I was saying I had lunch today with one of my SWAT brothers and just doing some discipleship, and we got to digging in some of the questions that you you uh, gave me on monday when i came into the studio and uh, just reflecting on the semester and the 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 number one question was you know peter and paul both in in horrible circumstances and how they respond Mm -hmm. and when we see situations like this and this was something i just wanted to read real quick says oh dear ones i fear we have lost our collective soul as a nation so much darkness Buffalo, then the revelation of horrible impropriety within the Southern Baptist Convention, and now Uvalde, and all of this in just the last 10 days. That, 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 that's just what's hit the headlines. So many broken hearts and shattered lives, it's time to do some hard work. We must humbly search our own hearts, each and every one of us. Our young people are in crisis, an existential crisis. We have in many ways failed them. We have left them to create the meaning of their own lives. So their crisis is literally existential. The call to just do you has shattered the compass that points 
to God, mm-hmm. and the result is utter lostness. Mm-hmm. You think about this kid in Uvalde, you know, lost. He yeah. goes on and says, I do not know much, but this I know and believe with all my heart. The answer to this crisis is not found in our politicians. It's not found in many of our pulpits, unfortunately, specifically the ones that have been corrupted by the same lust for power that has left shattered people to pick up the pieces of their broken lives and weighted them down with a shame that should not be theirs to carry. Mm-hmm. The answer is found in the Prince of Peace. One person at a time, he restores our soul and brings healing. It's only Jesus. It's it. It's only Jesus. You know, evil never obeys laws. Yeah. Evil, yeah. evil is evil. It, it's satanic. It's demonic. And and the thief comes to steal, kill, and destroy. And people, and I appreciate that a lot of um, news people are starting to even say that. We're, we have to turn back to our faith. We mm-hmm. have to turn back to our yeah. faith. Well, we got to remember what our faith is in. Uh, you faith in the wrong thing is just as bad as having no faith. That's right. And so uh, we we as believers need to be giving the true gospel to people that it's Jesus and Jesus alone. <clears throat> mm-hmm. Nothing else. There's not many paths to God. Right. And we need to get away from Oprah's religion <laughs> and go back to biblical truth. Amen. Anyway, Amen. I think we do have a we call. We do. Hey, Rick, sorry. Thanks for hanging on. Oh, he's oh. already dropped. All right. Well, Call Rick, us back, Rick, 844-777-7928. We'd love to hear from you. Uh, you know, Brad, I uh, I wanted to uh, remind people that tomorrow we got Chad Robichaud on. Chad is a former recon Marine. He, he's made eight deployments to Afghanistan. He was a police officer, I think, in Louisiana and uh, struggled with PTSD. Mm. Um and almost became a statistic of, of suicide, like 23 a day die from it. And instead, God changed this man and made him his special operations guy. He founded an organization called Mighty Oaks, which uh, helps active duty and retired military people who've come out with combat trauma and He's taken over 4,000 active duty and veterans through the program and helped them. Uh, he also is founded founder of Save Our Allies, hmm. which he helped rescue, like I think somewhere in the neighborhood of fifteen to 17,000 Afghanis after the big debacle over there. He took special ops guys and went and rescued them. And he is a believer. He said that Jesus is what saved him. He's going to be our guest tomorrow. And um, he and the guy who led him to Christ, uh, the guy who led him to Christ is a guy that I knew in the woodlands. And <laughs> is that Jeff? No, no, no. It, it's a no. Jeff. He, he actually is good friends with Jeff. Okay. But it was a guy that was at church with me and Jeff, who is now a Texas state representative. Who I I long to have on to talk about this because he's a believer, but he's actively involved in the political process out there. But he led Chad to Christ. Hmm. Chad now is not a statistic. He's been a force for good in the world in a way that is just oh, unbelievable. So, uh, by the way, Richard Blankenship, uh, how are you doing? Thank you for that email. If you're listening, we start at 630 tonight. Come on, Richard. 
Hadn't yeah. seen you in a while, buddy. I know. I haven't seen him too much. He's probably been playing too much golf. Yeah, uh, but I'm. I'm. Uh, <laughs> ho- hopefully, he's listening today. Uh, I'm glad that uh, he sent that. And uh, you know, but but getting back to what Matthew McConaughey said, you know, Matthew McConaughey strikes me. You know, he's in the Hollywood world mm-hmm. out there, but there's some. He's what a I, sensible guy. He's, he's pretty sensible. I think he was running for governor at one time, wasn't he? Yeah, I don't know. I don't know how serious he was about that, but you know, he reminds me a lot of uh, Denzel Washington. Yes, where there's some sensibility to him. I don't know what his spiritual you know, life is. Interestingly enough, my father knows his mother very well. And uh, they lived in the same neighborhood. Matthew McConaughey? Yeah, yeah. Did they, they grew up in... <clears throat> no, they didn't. They just, uh, they lived in the same community in, oh, in I, Georgetown. I, okay, I got uh, Just north of Austin. And uh, they, they had a... In fact, you'll find this interesting. Uh, you're a big sports guy. You remember Bob Lilly, right? Oh, yeah. So Bob Lilly... I met Bob Lilly. Well, Bob Lilly and his wife have a Bible study at their house, or did... Bob in, was a strong believer. In, ...in Georgetown. And my dad, my mom and dad were in that Bible study along with Matthew McConaughey's mom. Okay. And so it's kind of a neat group. Um, I've, I've met her once, but uh, I don't really, you know, obviously I don't know her. Well, you but, know what I've always appreciated about him, like he would take his family and go through a Whataburger, and the people well, that, that right there just tells you what, well, what a solid guy he is. I mean, yeah, because you like Whataburger, <laughs> but but the people would go, oh my gosh, it's Matthew McConaughey, and they would go, can we take a picture? And he'd go, yeah, you know. And I mean, he was just it, it didn't. He was just a down home guy with normal him. guy, and uh, but 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 his words are pretty loud here about. We, we have to do something. And, you know, you, you know, this today we we're supposed to be talking about um, as we reviewed the last five chapters. Where's God leading me to get out of my comfort zone? Hmm. Well, we, uh, we know, all like to live in our comfort zone, don't we? I mean, you, you know, what I wrote here is what is my comfort zone? Mm-hmm. I mean, you got to identify your comfort zone. Because I think a lot of us don't realize we're in them. Well, we get we get into routines, we get into a period of what I call a, 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 a pattern of our spiritual life, whatever that may be. And to get out of our comfort zone may mean like Paul. Paul had a vision for really reaching Asia, and God said, "No, Paul, I want you to go to Europe. Mm-hmm. I want you to go into the middle of the Greek culture." Yeah, and he did, and he planted a church, and he goes, Paul, I don't want you talking to men at first. You're going to reach a bunch of women down by the river. Yeah. And he's like, so for Paul, that was a big deal because Paul used to say growing up or when he was studying under Gamaliel, thank you, God, that I'm not a Gentile, that I'm not a tax collector, and that I'm not a woman. And so God <laughs> says, I'm going to take you to women. So he goes down there and uses uh, these women to start the church at Philippi, probably one of the best churches he planted. Yeah. And, and he got out of his comfort zone. And I just, for me, there, there's, there's a comfort zone of, of, okay, I've been doing these five SWAT groups a week and the radio, and I've got a pattern going and God says, no, I, I want you to change that a little bit. <laughs> or, he may say, you know what, um, you get invited to go down to City Hall to pray. That's an awesome thing uh, to go down there and pray. And I went last week with one of the councilmen, 
down there and we prayed for our city for violence because there were shootings in schools here. And But then that same councilman introduced a measure that would help fund abortion for people at City Hall. They called it women's reproductive health, but it's not. It's code word for abortion. And when I heard about it, my heart sank. And then I was pushed to a place of, here's my friend that I've been ministering alongside of who works in the city council who introduced this. What do I do? And so I felt compelled to go down there last night. And you only got one minute. Mm -hmm. And I went down there and I prayed for the Lord to give me the right words to say. And I just shared that it's hard to be here one week. Was he there? Yes. Oh, he was. Uh, It's hard to be here one week advocating against violence in our schools for kids that are outside the womb and then come back the very next week and the person who had invited me last week has proposed something that is violence in the womb. You, You can't, those two things don't go together. And until we start standing for life, everywhere yeah these kind of things will continue because we send mixed messages all the time we're we're not sending a congruent message that says we stand for life and he's a believer a professing believer i don't know if he is or not i don't know if anybody is only god knows but he professes to be a believer if you are a believer you have a moral responsibility to stand for the value of life yeah Yeah. You're a Christian first, not a politician first. Yes. And, uh, well, listen, we're going to take a quick break. Uh, feel free to call us today, 844-777-7928. It's 844-777-SWAT. You can email us at ask at SWATradio.com. Just uh, think about that question. What What is your comfort zone? Can you identify your comfort zone and where God might be leading you? out of that we'll we'll uh, take a quick break come back and hey we'll get into that doug yeah back to SWAT radio brad sykes along with doug mccary and uh you know doug i was uh kind of want to let that song play a little bit such a good song but um you know what a what a tough day it is today as we look and reflect on uh not not just what happened yesterday in uvalde but what's happened over the last week yeah you know and 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 i know these events like this obviously capture the attention of a nation 
in fact, of, of the world. I mean, this is, you know, this is not, this is not unique to the United States, mm-hmm. uh, at least that I know of. Yeah. And the reality is, uh, we live in a, we live in a fallen world mm-hmm. and, uh, we, we are as Christians to grieve mm-hmm. with those who grieve. Yeah. And I think right now that's probably what I'm, what I'm wrestling with. Well, you know, and, and, you know, you alluded to something earlier about the Southern Baptist convention mm-hmm. and literally Brad, there, there is more information coming out about um, some of the things covered up uh, about about some of these abuses that took place. And, you know, when you can't trust your leaders, when, when, you, when you can't um, trust that you can go to them, it, it, I mean, a, a, a church, a school, these are safe places. Think about yeah. what's happening in our yeah. country. Yeah. We're talking about institutions that, like, growing up, I never once ever thought there would be any need. The only thing we did, we did fire drills, uh, but that was it. Fire drills in case there was a fire. Mm-hmm. But now they have to do active shooter drills. Think about this as a country. School, these are schools. These are elementary schools. Mm-hmm. Like people are going into elementary schools, these places that are supposed to be safe. Pastors and Christian leaders abusing people that they're supposed to be caring for, they're abusing. And, uh, and then when it comes to the surface, they're sweeping it under the rug. Yeah. It, it, it's really, it's really, really. Uh, revealing oh of our country right now uh really i think brad for what it looks like when your country is experiencing romans one uh, because that's where we've kind of devolved to as a country you know i heard uh, one person they were interviewing saying you know i think it was um herschel walker who like got the nomination up there for the primary up in georgia said you know, people who are progressive are talking about progress. This isn't progress. We're devolving, and that's exactly what is happening culturally. We are devolving. Totally. You know, yeah. you, you've got, like, in St. John's County, they, uh, by the way, if you listen up in uh, in in um, Mississippi or up in Virginia, I'm sure you're dealing with some of the same stuff that we're dealing with down here. Violence is on the rise. School boards are, are talking about issues not of how to better protect their schools, but we're having to deal with issues like why kids shouldn't be taught about gender issues and books in the library. And that they're spending time on that f- stuff like that, which I'm not saying it's not important, but, but I mean, we need to be making our our schools harder for people to get into because obviously that's an area that satan has chose because it creates maximum uh really maximum depression Mm -hmm. think about what happened over our country in the last 12 hours yeah the number of people who are having to talk to their children their teenagers 
Think about all the people that struggle with anxiety when they see that. This this is continuing to rise. And again, Romans 1 describes perfectly what is happening in, um, in our country. And to get out of our comfort zone may mean that we become proclaimers of the truth. We become watchmen on the wall. Um, verse 28 of Romans 1 says, And since they did not see fit to acknowledge God, God gave them up to a debased mind to do what ought not to be done. They were filled with all manner of unrighteousness, evil, covetousness, malice, full of envy, murder, strife, deceit, maliciousness. They are gossips, slanders, or haters of God, insolent, haughty, boastful, inventors of evil, disobedient to parents, foolish, faithless, heartless, ruthless. What happened yesterday was ruthless. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You don't, you go into eight, nine, ten years old. I mean, like, and you know, I was listening. Did you listen to the briefing this morning? I did. They yeah, talked about that 21-year-old guy, that Russian, under the orders of Putin, that goes over there. And, and how the lines are being blurred now because you got civilians that are taking up arms, and yet if you kill those civilians, you're killing a civilian, which is a war crime, mm-hmm. versus killing a combatant. Right. And, right. This, and it, he's just doing what he's been commanded to do. Exactly. And, you know, chapter 1 of Romans finishes, though they know God's decree that those who practice such things deserve to die, they not only do them, but they give approval to those who practice them. That's why I went down to city council last night because we cannot condone the taking of a life in the womb or outside the womb. I mean, you don't condone if, if you're upset about what happened in Uvalde, Texas, you should be upset that any person would take the life of a child in the womb of a mother. That is a life. It's not, you know, technology now has proven that they can feel pain. They can respond. And and for believers, if you're an unbeliever, you know what? Uh, hopefully we'll have enough believers that we could pass laws that would change this because laws are good. Everybody agrees. It's, isn't it good that we don't murder people because yeah. they make us mad? Your neighbor's tree falls on your yard and you don't pick out a gun and shoot him because we have laws. And most people respect laws, but evil never does. And and we have to be consistent. And that's part of the issue is we've 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 progressed to use that term to a point now where we uh, we say it's okay for a man to marry a man, even though God says no. This is not the design of it. We say it's okay for people who are born boys and born born girls. To say, I don't feel like being a girl, but we don't allow that in any other realm of life. You know, you showed me a video last week of where a guy said he didn't, you know, he identified as a different race and a different uh, social group, and it won't fly because he went to the bank and they didn't honor that. (laughs) It was called falsifying the information on a form, and yet you can do that as it relates to your biology because now we're being told by government leaders that they're going our president is going to fight for that there's no wonder 
this country is experiencing these things that I just read. And, you know, it's going to continue until there is a turning back to God. Amen. Amen. We were sitting around this morning, uh, Vic and I, as we do every day, and we both just kind of woke up sick to our stomach, just grieving over what's taken place. You know, this isn't far from my hometown in Texas. And you, you, you realize it's important for us as Christians, mm-hmm. as followers of Christ, to be aware. I think of the scriptures as be alert, be sober. Mm-hmm. Your, your adversary, the devil, prowls around like a roaring lion seeking someone to devour. John 10 says, the thief comes only to steal, kill, and destroy. If we don't understand as Christians what we're up against and what's what's the plan here, mm. well, the enemy's plan is to steal and to kill and destroy. Mm. How's he going to do that? How's he doing that? Well, he's okay. doing that in our minds. I mean, what what we're what our eyes see, what our ears hear, you know, what our minds can conceive. It, it's just constant evil out there, mm. and we're exposed to it so often. You and I, we talk about this a lot and the importance of renewing your mind in the, in the truth of the gospel. Mm-hmm. You know, when I at lunch today, we, we got to talking about, you know, imagine you're from Uvalde. You know, this is a town of 16,000 people. This is not Jacksonville or Virginia Beach. Mm-hmm. You know, this is a small, small town. Everybody knows everybody. Everybody knows everybody. Everybody is mm-hmm. impacted by mm-hmm. this. You know, we st- we sit here, you know, six, seven, eight hundred miles away. Mm-hmm. We're still impacted. But try to imagine losing a child. You and I both have grandkids this age. Mm-hmm. It's just heart-wrenching mm-hmm. it's it's awful it's awful um where do we turn well, you know, Doug, we, we we really as i was looking through these questions that we kind of got into earlier in the week i didn't, wasn't able to listen yesterday i'm assuming you and david kind of got into this yes but this was our discussion over lunch today is where do we turn because we know scripture tells us reminds us routinely Mm-hmm. that uh, trials are coming. We're, we're going to all experience trials. We have experienced trials. We may be in trials. If we're not in one or we're probably headed into one, what, what are you going to do when that trial comes? And we don't know the, like James calls it, James uses the word various colors. Consider joy when you encounter various trials. Mm-hmm. That word is actually the word we get multicolored. It means they come in all shapes and sizes and different 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 flavors, but they're coming. Mm. And how? What are we going to do in the midst of those trials? Yeah. Well, well I hope we're going to turn back to God. He's the only place yeah. we can turn. Yeah. We've got to remember the gospel. Mm-hmm. And uh, anyway, we're, we'll take another break uh, before we go into that last segment. Uh, feel free to call us eight four four seven 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 nine two eight. 844-777-7928 and we'll be right back SWAT Radio 
If you'd like to contact SWAT Radio, the toll-free number is 1-844-777-7928. That's 844-777-7928 or 844-777-SWAT. You can also listen to this program through the WTRJ The Truth app from the App Store or over the Internet by accessing www.swatradio.com. We'll be back shortly for further discussion and to take your calls. Highway to Eternity Ministries is a ministry dedicated to encouraging those who have lost hope and coming alongside those who cannot find peace and are considered unfit for inclusion in Christ's church. They use published works to teach God's Word and share encouraging testimonies of transformed lives. Highway to Eternity Ministries serves as a parachurch ministry that comes alongside churches to share its passion and commitment through spiritual writings, nuances, and experiences to everyone who has an interest in the teachings of Jesus Christ. For more information, contact Jeff Andrews at 904-436-5175. They say sometimes you win some, sometimes you lose some. And right now, right now I'm losing bad. Stood on this stage night after night, reminding me. Hey, welcome back to SWAT Radio. Brad and Doug here on this uh, Wednesday afternoon. Glad you joined us. We'd love to have you join us live, 844-777-7928. You can give us a call. We would love to chat. Uh, there's a lot to chat about, isn't there, Doug? Well, there is. I was just sharing with you in the uh, break. Uh, <laughs> yeah, please about, share that. That's a well, great Well, I just, I just want to share. Listen, there, there are a lot of things on YouTube and the Internet that are very, very dangerous uh, spiritually. And um, I, I I talked to um, a young man the other night who got involved in some of that because he was hurting. He didn't know where else to turn. He needed help. And it, it, it started off innocently as just watching a YouTube video. And it rapidly uh, escalated to pretty much full-blown idolatry of worshiping an idol and denying Jesus. And, and seeking comfort from – it would be like, Brad, you remember some of those uh, temples we saw over in India? Oh, yeah. It, it's like that. And and I, I just really want to warn you, if you have anybody in your life that is messing around with that stuff that is, and, and you're afraid to say anything because you don't want to alienate them, please – warn them you have a moral responsibility to warn them you don't have to change them you can't no but you do have a responsibility to warn them if you are a follower of jesus because apart from jesus there's no hope there's no truth uh spiritually there is no spiritual help that's worthwhile apart from jesus it's demonic everything Mm -hmm. other than jesus is demonic and so um, my heart broke for this young person, and I just really encourage you to get out of your comfort zone 
and be a person who speaks truth. And answer this question. This is one that we went through. What keeps me from sharing the gospel with others right now? If ever there's a time to share with people when they talk about what happened in Uvalde, it's a good time. You know, it's so tragic. Well, you know, there's evil in the world. There's evil. And uh, the question is, what do we do with that? How do we how do we handle it? How do we get hope? How do we get hope uh, with that? And um, it, it can be a conversation starter for us if we will let it be a conversation. But we may have to get out of our comfort zone and talk to people about our faith. I, I, I mean, I, I don't understand why that is so difficult for us in this culture, but it is really hard for us to talk normally about our faith we go into different tones different way of talking we feel like we got to be a preacher and you don't you're just talking about the one person that can change the course of a life forever jesus and only jesus and uh, you ever i'm curious doug i was thinking about this today do you are you concerned about much of the church today you've shared statistics here on the radio swat various places about the percentage of people who are in the church who profess to be filled with the spirit walking with christ but have never shared the gospel i think it's somewhere in the 97 percent yeah 97 98 percent of those who profess to be evangelical Christians have never shared the gospel with one person. Well, but part of the reason, Brad, is because the leaders have been involved with some of the stuff that we saw in the Southern Baptist Convention. But even more so than that is there was one survey done by American Worldview Inventory this year, the Cultural Research Center at Arizona Christian they surveyed a thousand pastors and staff. A thousand pastors and staff. So this is a sampling. Only thirty-seven percent had a biblical worldview. Out of that, out of that, forty-one percent of the senior pastors, the people that fell into that category, had a biblical worldview. Uh, only 28% of the associate pastors had a biblical worldview. Only 12% of the youth and children pastors had a biblical worldview. And only 4% of the executive pastors had a biblical worldview. Now that's alarming. That is alarming. I can't help but think of Matthew 7, I believe, where Jesus said, many will say to me, Lord, Lord. Hmm. And they're going to get, it's to me the most sobering text, maybe the most sobering verse in the Bible. Yeah. Is that our churches are full of people who have either walked an aisle, been baptized, professed to be Christians. They're in small groups and Sunday school classes. They're doing the they're active, but 
they've never shared their faith. They've never shared with a lost person. Hmm. They've never shared the gospel. To me, I'd have to I'd have to question have you really received Christ? Has Christ truly impacted your life? Mm-hmm. I had a great hamburger today, Doug. <laughs> and that didn't change my life, but it was pretty good. Yeah. And, you know, I didn't have any problem sharing that. <laughs> I wasn't worried that, you know, somebody might be offended that I recommended a great restaurant that had a great hamburger. Why are we so fearful of sharing our faith? Well, I think because it's not really our faith sometimes. Right. That's kind of my point. That's a concern I have. Well, listen, this same group at Arizona Christian uh, talked about how people blend truth and deception. And um, only like there were 67% of parents who described themselves as Christian in this one survey. And... Only half of those parents of preteens believe in an all-knowing, all-powerful, perfect God. In other words, a sovereign God Mm -hmm. who still rules the world today. Um, Only only one. I mean, what I shared there. uh, Only only half. One half of them. Um, And, you know, one, one thing about our faith is we rely on Jesus and Jesus alone. There is it's not Jesus plus something, but one out of every three parents that were, were interviewed believe that their destinies are dependent upon Jesus. So two thirds of those Christian parents, sixty seven percent, do not believe that, that Jesus is the reason God accepts him. Mm. Um only twenty percent believe that success is best defined as consistently obeying God. Be faithful, in other words. Um, And only one out of three parents, these are parents, Christian parents of Mm preteens, rely on the Bible as their primary source of moral guidance. Um, And three-quarters of them don't even believe in the Holy Spirit. Wow. I mean, this this is the problem... I mean, this is, so when you have these contradictions in worldview, why why would the kids believe? Why why would they believe this? But this is what I'm saying even about our our, our leaders, our civic leaders who say they're Christian, but they have this incongruence of standing for a certain type of, uh, of spiritual value, but then over here introducing something that's completely counter to god's value and you you can't do both god is never going to honor disobedience right he's not going to honor it right and so it, you can try to pull all the tricks in the bag you can you can try to uh what i call it the other day it's um pragmatic pragmatic yeah. Yeah. you can be pragmatic <laughs> about it but god's in control and you may get to the place you're trying to get to only to find out that's not where you want to be because sometimes God allows us to get to places using pragmatism only to realize, wow, this is not what I really mm-hmm. wanted. So I think it was Paul who said, I've learned the secret of being filled and going hungry, both of having abundance and suffering need. Mm-hmm. And then he says, I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. 
Now, that's a verse that's often quoted, but the reality is what Paul is saying is that it, it, it doesn't matter the circumstances. Whether I got a lot or I got a little, my hope is not in the stuff that we have. My hope is in him. And it's only through him that we can withstand whatever is coming your way. And I think about these these families and these and again this is just again this is just one situation in Uvalde not to discount all the other things. Think of the thousands of people who lost a loved one yesterday. Just yesterday. How about today? People are dying in hospitals today all over the world. Mm-hmm. Obviously, the ones like yesterday where 21 people are killed in a mass shooting hits the headlines. But you and I, and those of you who may be listening, know somebody who's going to take their last breath soon. Mm-hmm. They're going to take their last breath soon. Mm. You ever remember the uh, book, uh, I think Mark Driscoll wrote, no, not Mark Driscoll, um, uh, what's one thing you can't do in heaven? Oh yeah, you yeah. remember who that? Uh, yeah, uh, I don't. Mark I'm, Cahill. Mark Cahill. Mark Cahill, yeah. it, where he snapped his finger, says, "There's one more, yeah. one more, one more." Hey, share we, Jesus with somebody. Exactly. Hey, exactly. tomorrow, Brad, Chad Robichaud, yes. and uh, Steve Toth will be our guests tomorrow. Uh, Chad, uh, you can go to chadrobichaud.com to hear more about Chad. Unbelievable recon marine, um, but also almost a, a, a statistic of PTSD. Now it does God's work all over the world. You, you want to tune in tomorrow. Amen. Good to be with you, Doug. You guys take care. All right. If you missed a SWAT radio broadcast this week and would like to hear any show in its entirety, then go to SWATradio.com. Click on Past Shows, where you can listen to the broadcast. Also, if you're looking for a band of brothers that gather around God's Word to be a part of, then go to SWATradio.com and email one of our hosts, and they can get you plugged in to one of the local SWAT Bible studies. Tune in next time to explore how SWAT radio is strengthening spirit.